one just shoots more three-point shots, right? So, Bron passed Carmelo, right? So, LeBron James on 536 more shot attempts passed Carmelo. So, you mean to tell me that LeBron had to shoot 536 more shots to do what Carl Malone did in his career. He had a 20-year career. You know, he, he was on, I think he had a 19, 20-year career. They're kind of, you know, LeBron and Carl are kind of similar. If you put their stats up against each other, you'll be surprised on how many one has over the other. So, LeBron attempted 536 more shot attempts to pass Carl Malone. To get how many points Carl Malone had, LeBron had to shoot 536 more shots. Isn't this a, a league where it's all about shooting? Carl Malone did it in an era where it was all about back to the basket, it was all about post game, it wasn't about shooting or three pointers. Carl Malone did it in an era that was about the big man. And then also, Carl Malone is efficient just like LeBron is. But the difference is, Carl Malone doesn't get any credit for that because he didn't win any championships. He was 0-3 in the finals. LeBron is 4-6. and Not that much better, but obviously the four championships do help. And then also, you have to factor in this. Carl Malone, throughout his entire career, only made 85 three-pointers. So you mean to tell me that Carl Malone made 85 threes in a 20-year career and still got up to second in career scoring. Meanwhile, LeBron James made 2,133s, and it took this long to pass Carl Malone. And then when it gets up to Kareem, oh yes, the same argument will be put up. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar didn't make many threes, if he made any. We're not... We're, but we're not talking about that. And then you also have to factor in this as to why I don't think that it's that great of an accomplishment to me. Yes, it's an accomplishment as far as LeBron had longevity in this game. But it's the same thing with Carl. You got to keep that same energy. Then also, Carl Malone's regular season debut was when he was 22 years old. LeBron James' regular season debut was when he was 18 years old. So, basically, LeBron had a four-year career head start on Karl Malone, and it still took him this long to pass him. When, this is not a diss song. This is a real song. This is why I don't think that this is an accomplishment. I think that LeBron should, pa should pass Kareem. He should pass Carl Malone. And I think he should have done it a lot earlier. This is not a diss song. This is a real song. But, and more positive. Now, 
for those who saying that, you know, I'm the, this big hater of LeBron James or whatever, right? LeBron beat the Cavaliers last night. And he put on a hell of a performance against the Cavaliers. And I watched some of this game, but hey, Bron, you ain't had to do Kevin Love like that, bro. You ain't had to do your boy like that. He helped you win a championship, fool. You ain't had to dunk on that man like that. But LeBron had a triple-double, 38 points, 11 rebounds, 12 assists. But here's what nobody is talking about. Russell Westbrook shot 7 of 14 from the floor, 2 of 6 from 3. Had 20 points and 11 assists. Nobody is bringing this up. But who's been a hell of a player for the Los Angeles Lakers as of lately is DJ Augustine. This dude came on the Lakers and was hungry. He came into the game with some grit. He had 20 points last night. Augustine has been crucial in the Lakers winning these games. Hella crucial. Augustine, despite being late in his career, he still got some some spring in his step. Meanwhile, despite having six niggas in double figures, the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers could not close the deal on the Los Angeles Lakers. Despite Darius Garland having 29 points and 17 assists. Sheesh. Talking about moments wasted. Meanwhile, Luka Doncic has been in a slump. He hasn't been the same Luka since the All-Star break. He went on a run before the All-Star break, but now teams are starting to figure out Dallas. Despite Dallas winning the other day, people are starting to pick up on what Luka Doncic is doing. But however, Dallas, despite Luka struggling, 15 points. 5 of 17 from the field. Um, I mean, Doncic hasn't been the same. He just hasn't. Matisse Thibel locked him up in one game, and then Patrick Beverly made life uncomfortable for Luka Doncic as usual. Say what you want about Pat Bev, but he definitely is an irritant to the star players of this league. You got to give him credit for that. Even though he gets a lot of flack for his dirty play, he gets a lot of flack for... But 
he's actually a great teammate. And he's an underrated leader. Because before Pat Bev came to Minnesota, everybody on Minnesota was considered soft. Everybody on Minnesota was considered like some yellow belly niggas. Now, all of a sudden, Minnesota's a seven seed in the West, and they're taking care of business. struggling from the field he hasn't been shooting well and someone else has been struggling too I've been quiet I've been quiet I let a lot of shit slide but James Harden Super Nintendo Sega Genesis eating all that food James Harden could resist <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> But without James Harden, the Philadelphia 76ers beat the number one seed Miami Heat in a must win. It was a must win for Philadelphia. It was a must win for the Philadelphia 76ers, y'all. That was a huge, huge victory for Philly because they needed to assert themselves to get the number one overall seed. But then again, does Philly really want number one? I wouldn't want number one if I was Philly. If I got to possibly play Kevin Durant in the first round and and road Kyrie Irving, part-time Kyrie Irving's got to show up. Nah, man. I wouldn't want that game. I would hope and pray that the Nets go on a, a winning streak. And maybe get the number four, uh, the number five seed. That's what I think. I think the Nets possibly might be sixth or, or fifth. Because they were struggling with Kevin Durant's injuries. But James Harden, I've noticed that James Harden did not play in either game that the Sixers played the Miami Heat. A lot of uh, content creators that I follow are saying that James Harden is ducking the smoke. But I do want to know what happened in this game. Like, how did this come about? Because I didn't watch it. Wow, Kyle. Kyle Lowry hit six threes last night. Wow. Kyle Lowry had 20. Jimmy Butler had 27. Bam Adebayo had 22. And they still lost. Wow. Tyrese Maxey, I heard he had a great game. He had 28 points. Wow. 
Niang had 15, Harris had 14, Shake, Milton, and Ferknon Korkmaz was the story of this game as they contributed heavy off the bench. Crazy. Crazy production. But James Harden has been slumping the last few games. He hasn't shot well from the field. You know, because when Harden first got to the 76ers, the Sixers ran off a good four or five games. But, however, they were playing mediocre competition. But when the competition got thick, Harden disappears. And Joel Embiid has has not been playing up to par either. Which is why a lot of detractors are saying that Jokic is above Embiid right now. But... You know, Embiid didn't play last night because they didn't want to play him back uh, in back-to-backs. You know, Embiid has an injury history, so they're just taking precautions. They're just taking precautions. Ah, oh, bad news, bad news, bad news. Bad news for the New Orleans Pelicans as Zion Williamson is expected to miss the rest of the regular season due to that foot injury. And we all know that they might not make the playoffs. And even if they do, Zion won't be there. Hopefully they get Brandon Ingram back in time. Because I got to see a little bit of them last night. And they looked all right from what I've seen against the Hornets. And then also, Ben Simmons has a herniated disc. I wonder where this shit came from, first of all. I mean, Ben Simmons also has an injury history as well, but he had a herniated disc in his back. And it's possible that Ben Simmons might miss the rest of the regular season, which means that he he probably wouldn't be available for the playoffs. Nash is fighting like crazy to get Ben Simmons on the court so that he can be available for this playoff run because they definitely need him if they're going to win a championship. Good news, the Hornets signed Isaiah Thomas for the rest of the season. So shout out to IT, man. He deserves it, man. He deserves to be on a basketball team. He deserves to be in the NBA. And he doesn't deserve to be in the G League. More good news for the Chicago Bulls as Patrick Williams came back. I'm saying. But yeah, anyway, right? You know what's crazy? I had said once Patrick Williams comes back, the Bulls were going to be restored in a very different basketball team. Because you can tell in some games, you know, because the uh, contending teams been beating up on Chicago this whole season. And people been wondering why. 
And it's because their team is not complete. You know, they ended up beating Toronto last night, 99 to 113. I watched uh, a majority of that game. I started from the mid first quarter. And Toronto got contributions. I mean, Siakam had 22, Van Vliet had 19, Chris Boucher had 19, but obviously it wasn't enough. As DeRozan had 26, Levine had 26, Booch had 19. Uh, Alex Caruso is getting used to being back. Patrick Williams had seven points off the bench. They're trying to uh, keep his minutes to a minimum, obviously. So, yeah. Now, um, we haven't had an update on Lonzo Ball, but if the Bulls could get their entire team back, they could pose as a threat. To anyone. You know, my conference finals prediction could come true. Um, let's see. Where do I end this shit off on? Alright, uh, Cade Cunningham had his worst game since the All-Star break. As he was horrible against... The mediocre Trailblazers. You would think that the Pistons would win this game, but they didn't. They got their ass kicked something terrible. I mean, they almost came back and won last night. Um, Even Cade himself felt like he needed to step up and play better. Matter of fact, no, nah, that was what he said the night before. My bad. Cade actually played good uh, last night. Yeah, it's been one of those weeks. I'm just getting back into my normal form. But still, I felt like the Pistons should have beat the Portland Trailblazers, though, regardless of what Cade did or didn't do. Yeah, that quote was for a different game that he played. Yeah, I think it was the Cleveland game he said he should have played better in. But 15 and 10 is considered like a bad game for this dude. That's crazy. But other than that, this is King Known Uncensored. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. And I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, and I'm off this bitch, man.